Dafiyut Beis Amud Beis. Just a, yeah, a couple. It, it was a couple too much. Let's just lay down a couple ground rules. I actually want to go back to a Rashi that I I never really learned. I mean, we don't really look at Rashi so much. And Yud Aleph Amud Beis. Just turn back for one second. Dafiyut Aleph Amud Beis. There's a Rashi, uh, three quarters of the way down. Get out from the base, ain mekabotuma. Three quarters of the way down, ain mekabotuma. Um, there's an important Rashi. Yud Aleph from the base, three quarters of the way down, ain mekabotuma. What was it going on? This is, it's, it's um, well, discussing the general rules of schach, is it has to be something that's not mekabotuma. So, the low nemra tumma, um, the, the point of what's going on, I mean, that's a concept, but let's just see. The low nemra tumra, tumma, tumma is only said ella bekalim, v'ochlim, v'mashkim, v'adam. There are only four things in the world that have kalim, that have tumma can apply, the tumma can apply to them. Kalim, ochlim, mashkim, adam. So something that's a utensil, something that is food, something that is drink, or something that is a person. Anything else is not mekabotuma. This may have been going on an animal, if I remember correctly. Um, animal, live animals are not mekabotuma because they're not food at this point. Once they become food, then there could be mekabotuma. But um, I think that's what this uh, this was going on. But the point is, this is an important thing to keep in mind. These are the four things that it could be mekabotuma: food, drink, uh, kalim, food, drink, and other. That's it. Nothing else. Uh, can be Makabotuma. So now our dis- it's going is the mist. Right. Oh yeah yeah fine. Like right. animals. What about animals? So animals are not Makabotuma. When they become food when they become food, they can be Makabotuma. No, that's an uh, an sure it's an Avatuma. That's a bit for something to be Makabotuma, to be Makabotuma from something else. Um I mean, a second something that yeah, you, yeah. Tame, uh, secondary item. Yeah, something can become tame is food, drink, kalim, and and people. Um, so we're getting into our our gemara back. The we're talking about is kalim. So another thing I wanted to clarify that I, I sent out a voice note on Thursday night that the requirement of something to be has to have a beef kibble, has to have a receptacle of some sort like a cup or a spoon or a bowl that is only with regards to wooden kalim. Wooden utensils, in order to rise to the highest level to be mekabotuma, they have to have some kind of a receptacle in them, like a bowl or a spoon or something like that. Um, a flat piece of wood that does not have a receptacle. Tosas mentioned there are can be mekabotuma, fine, but for our purposes, uh, when it comes to wood, if it doesn't have a base kibble, it's not going to be mekabotuma. But that's only with regard to wood. Other materials, like metal. If it's a, it can be a keli, it can be a utensil, it does not have to have a receptacle, and it's still mekabotum. Okay, so another different material like metal or flax, once it's uh, usable, um, uh, once it's a utensil, once it's, it's a thing, whatever, um, it's mekabotum, even if it does not have a base kibble. No, I think I think the process of making it into an item is the heksher. Yeah. Yeah, only food, food and drink. Uh, food has to be matched with the, one of the liquids. Yeah, other kalim. Once it's made into a kali, it's processed. It, that is the hatcher. So, yeah. Okay, so let's get into the gemara yubedam and beis, um, right in the middle. There's a dot. Amar Rabba Bar Barachana, Amar Biyochanan. Rabba Bar Barachana said in the name of Biyochanan. And again, let's just remind ourselves the three steps of making flax. There is soaking the flax. First, you soak it, then you beat it, and then you comb it out. 
So, the Anite Pishton, if you used for Schach the Anite Pishton, the combed out flax, meaning it completed all three stages of the process. Pesula, it's possible, because at this point it's Mechabal Tumma. Um, Rashi says Mechabal Tumma for Negoim. Let's not get too involved into Negoim, whether other Tumas, not for our purposes. But once you've gone through all three stages, which combing is the last of the stages, so once it's been combed out, you've now done all three stages of the process, it is Mechabal Tumma, and therefore you, can, uh, therefore you cannot use it for Schach. You're saying that's Mechabal Tumma Bidaraisa? Yes, correct. The Hutzni Pishton, let's say you use Chach with. It's one of yeah. those four things. It's, it's a Kali. It's a Kli. It's a Kli. It's not food or drink. It's certainly not a person. It's a Kli. And it's combed out flax becomes a clean. And again, there's a lot of there's a lot of raid in the Rishonim beyond our scope of to what exactly is Kali over here, but for our purposes, it's Both been processed. It's, it's uh, just like Kalim. Uh, sorry. Consider it not. Uh, it sounds like this is not. Okay, I don't know. If you use chach of hutzne pishton, the stalks, the raw stalks, meaning you have not done anything to them, you didn't even wash them, you didn't even uh, soak them yet, so they're totally raw stalks. Hutzne is the stalks of flax. So then kasher, then it's kosher because it's basically a piece of wood. It's a branch. It doesn't, you didn't do anything to it. It's a raw piece of wood, happens to be a raw piece of flax. It's a stalk, it's totally kosher for stach. Um, and with the hushni pishton, which is, we translate hushni as partially processed flax, any yodeya, I don't know. This is Rabbi Yochanan speaking at this point. Let's just get that clear also. I realized afterwards, I'm not sure if I clarified that perfectly. Rabbi Barbarchana is quoting Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Barbarchana is bringing three statements of Rabbi Yochanan. He says, first of all, if it's combed out, Rabbi Yochanan says it's possible. And second of all, if it's totally raw, if it's a stock, it's kosher. And the third thing Rabbi Yochanan said is Rabbi Yochanan said if it's partially processed, Rabbi Yochanan didn't know. Any of that. Rabbi Yochanan is speaking. Rabbi Yochanan is quoting Rabbi Yochanan as saying, I don't know what the halacha is with partially processed flax. So hushni means partially? Hushni is partially processed, yes. And any odea is where Rabbi Yochanan said, I heard Rabbi Yochanan say that I don't know how to paskin on this partially processed flax. And now the Gemara jumps in and says, um, I don't know how to paskin on, on that partially processed flax. And now the Gemara jumps in and says, um, or maybe this is actually Rabbi Rabbi speaking actually at this point. Rabbi Rabbi is saying now by myself, the Hushni Atman and this partially processed flax itself, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know how to define it. Meaning, Rabbi Yochanan didn't know how to paskin on it. I don't even know what he meant when he said hushni. When he said partially processed, I don't even know at what point in the process he was considering hushni. As follows, manavshach. Because which way do you want to go? Edayik, if it was beaten, which is the second step, vilondafitz, but it was not combed, which is the third step. So you did the first two steps. You soaked it and you beat it, but you did not comb it. Hushni karvile, then you could call that hushni, that's partially processed, you do two out of three, okay, that's partially processed. Avaltari, but if you soaked it below dayik and you did not beat it, so you only did the first step, you didn't even do the second step, hutsni karvile, maybe that's still called hutsni, which is the raw stock. Maybe it's still considered a raw stock, which in which case would be kosher for stock. Meaning that's, maybe, maybe, again, he's saying maybe hushni, maybe partially means you did the first step, but you, sorry, means you did the first two steps. 
You just didn't do the third step. So, and it's still considered partial. So, maybe it means, again, right, if you did the first two steps, that's considered hushni, and that's where Rabbi Yochanan didn't know how to pass it. Whereas if you only did the first step, you only soaked it, but you didn't even beat it, that's still considered raw, and therefore it would be kosher. Maybe. Odilma, or maybe, Tari, if you soaked it, and you did not beat it, you did the first step, but you didn't even do the second step, maybe that's already considered partially processed, which Rabbi Yochanan didn't know how to paskin on. Okay? So again, there's, there's two sikhs going on here. There's a suffix that Rabbi Yochanan himself didn't know how to paskin on a partially processed piece of flax. He said, if it's totally raw, it's fine. If it's totally processed, it's not fine. But in the middle, I'm not sure. And now Rabbi Yochanan is saying, when Rabbi Yochanan said in the middle, I don't even know what he meant by the middle. Because if you, what if you did the first step and not the second step? Is that already called the middle? Or is that still considered raw? And, and it's only considered partially when you completed the second step. So that's the, that's the, the second suffix, so to speak. No, he, he seems to say if you did the first step and not the second step, that's for shokasha. No. That's what he's saying. Oh, Dilma, that, that, that's the second possibility. He's giving both options. If you, so, oh, 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 it, it was, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The first two, right? The whole question is, if you only did the first step, what is that? Right. Well, once you've done, no, the, even if you did the well, first two, well, that's, 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 if you did the, if you did the, if if you've done the first step, it's possible that's still considered raw. If you didn't yet do the second step, maybe, okay. or maybe it's still considered, or maybe that's already considered partial. At what point is it no longer considered raw? When it's done the first step, it's no longer raw anymore. Or no, it's still considered raw until you do the second step. That's the truth done. Yeah, okay. Let's go a little weiter. This is um, even less long, just just more words. So take out our pencils. Amar of Yehuda. Rav Yehuda says, Hani shushi v'shavtiri. And I'll tell you the English words, and I don't know if it's going to help us, but at least we'll write it down. Shushi are ferns, which I've heard of, but I don't know what they are. And shavtiri is artemisia, which I never even heard of. Um, but the arts girl says artemisia, A-R-T-E-M. I-S-I-A, which in Aramaic is called Shavtari. So if you want, you can just translate it Shavtari. It doesn't help me either way. But Shushi is ferns. Shavtari is Artemisia. That's plants? Some kind of herbs. Plants. It's a kind of herbs. It's a kind of vegetable. Yeah. It's a, oh, right. So that, right, that's what I was going to point out, which is why I said this before. Thank you for... Right. Rashi points out that it's not Michael. So these are come some kind of herbs or plants, but they're not food. And that's why it's important why I pointed out the Rashi that we started with. Because if they were food... They'll be in the Kabbal but they're not food. They're not edible. These are some kind of herbs or plants or vegetation that are not Michael Adam, Rashi points out. And therefore, since they're not Michael Adam, Rashi says they're not Mechabal because they're not Michael Adam. So if they're not Mechabal you could use them. Um, you could use them for schach. However, um, so again, so Amr of Yehuda, Hani, Shushi, Vishavtari, these ferns and these are Timisia, these kind of plants, herbs, whatever they are, but you could use it for schach because as Rashi says, they're not. Um, they're not food. They're not Michael Adam. You could probably Google that word. If it's on it. Yeah, yeah I mean, it wouldn't help me. I mean, if you see a picture of it, I mean, it's whatever. It's some kind of a plant. I, I don't know. I'm not an expert on plants. Yeah, I mean, it's a plant. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's a plant. I mean, whatever. Um, so Abai, Abai Omar, Abai says, one second. 
Baisad Bishushi, with the ferns, Misachin. I agree, you can use it for Schach. However, Bishavtsuri, with the second thing, the Artemisia, Lo Misachin. You cannot use it for Schach. Why? My timer. Why does, why does the Baisad say you cannot use this second thing for Schach? Kevin the Sari because they have a very bad smell. This Shavtsuri has a very bad smell. Sari Rechayu has a bad smell. Therefore, Shavik Luhuvanafik, you're going to end up getting up and leaving the sukkah. Because it's going to make the sukkah an unpleasant place to be when you have this sukkah that, that smells uh, so, so horrible, you're not going to stay in the sukkah. So, therefore, Abai says you can't use these uh, Shavtsuri for Schach. Because Shavtsuri have a very bad smell. So, even though they're technically kosher for Schach, because they're plants and they're not food, so it meets the requirements, but they, they stink. So you're not gonna you're not gonna stain your sukkah if you have it there. So therefore Abai says you cannot use them um, uh, for schach. Um do a couple more lines. Similar concept, Amr of Barava, Hani, Hizmi, Vihigi. brambles and thorn bushes. Thorn bushes. I've definitely heard of brambles. I think it's a similar kind of thing. Um, again, some kind of branches. Um, Rashi says they're both mina kinds of thorn bushes. Okay, so honey, uh, these kind of hizmi vihigi, misachin, but you can use them for schach because, again, they're plants, they're vegetation, you can use it for schach. Abai says no, Abai says, behizmi misachinon. With the hizmi kind, with the brambles kind, you can use it for schach. However, behigi lo misachinon. Can I use higi? Why? Which we translate thorn bushes. Why? My taima. Kevan denatri tarpayu, because the leaves will fall down, shavik lavenafik, you will end up getting up and leaving because here, the leaves of a thorn bush and the branches have thorns on them. So if you are sitting at your, in your sukkah and you have thorns falling down from the schach, you're going to leave. It's not going to be very enjoyable. So therefore, he can't use um, thorn bushes for schach because you don't want thorns dropping down on top of you in your sukkah. So a similar concept to the line before, that technically they meet the requirement of kosher schach, they're, they grow from the ground, they're not mekabal but they have an external problem. The first one, the shavtari was the problem is that it smells bad, and the second one, these hizmi, uh, the thorn bushes, sorry, the higi, hizmi is okay. The higi is thorn bushes, and they're, um, Rabbi said, can I use it for schach? Because they're going to fall down, and you're not going to want to stay in a sukkah that has thorns falling down on top of you.